This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. 1,800 nuclear warheads, and she's playing chicken. Look, from everything I see, has no respect for this person. Well, that's because he'd rather have a puppet as president of no the United puppet, States. No puppet, no puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's pretty clear you won't admit no, that the, the Russians have engaged in cyber attacks. So as you see, Hillary Clinton let Donald Trump catch that quick fade. Selena? Donald Trump is a 10-year-old child, yeah. I'm convinced. For his response to Hillary Clinton's brilliant zinger and jab, no, you're the puppet. And then yeah. he said it again. No, you're the puppet. He's basically saying, like, you're rubber and I'm glue. So whatever I say bounces off of me and sticks to you. That's Stick, not a comeback. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but Hennessy makes me stronger. Guys, before we get back to you two, I'll, we do have a question from one of our listeners on Facebook Live. And she says, my question is, I noticed the media is really pushing things about Trump. Granted, he is not qualified to be the president and has tons of flaws, but they cover many things about Hillary, making it seem as if she is good for the country. To me, that's very biased because she is not. Why is the media not really unveiling things about Hillary? If they do, do they speak the truth or do they do it briefly? I'm going to throw that to Selena because she's a journalist over here. And then, Chad, you can go ahead next. And Stanley, I definitely want to get your response to that, too, because, you know, last week we did a, a whole segment on we asked the question, can we trust Hillary? We went over the problems. We, we went over, you know, the quote unquote scandals, the propaganda and the things of that nature. And then we talked about, you know, her 30 years as a public servant and how much good she has done already for the country. And to me, it's like I, I sort of disagree with that sentiment i mean it's like when the media does try to look into hillary clinton's scandals it's like they're digging like the, like with the WikiLeaks emails and benghazi and the whole email scandal it's it's really nothing it's 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 not like she ever broke a law and that has been proven she's been on trial time and time again and they can't find anything so the media does dig at hillary clinton and i think they do it all the time and as much as they can but they can't really find too much dirt whereas donald trump admits to sexually assaulting women so yeah that's why everybody focuses on him including us Selena is absolutely right. I mean, uh, not only is has Hillary been compl- not only has Hillary Clinton been completely gone over with a fine tooth tooth comb from the media and investigated repeatedly, always found that there's nothing going on. The Clinton Foundation is still an A plus rated uh, charitable organization with a member with board members that do not get paid. Um, there's been no evidence of any sort of corruption from that. Um, uh, the Benghazi thing, the email thing, just on and on and on. Now, the other thing you have to keep in mind that goes hand in hand with that is the fact that Republicans have been smearing her for 30 years. It's been nothing but constant attacks on her, and there's no way that people who have... um uh, who are critical of Hillary Clinton have not let that seep into their narrative because, I mean, they've been after her for 30 years. Yeah. Now, the fact that anyone could think that Hillary is, for example, the lesser of two evils when compared to Donald Trump, just in my mind, a friend of mine put it best, Alan Clifton, uh, a writer for Forward Progressives, and he said, comparing Clinton to Donald Trump and saying that she is the lesser of two evils is completely absurd. It's the same thing as saying that a college student uh, selling pot in his dorm room uh, to, to, to help pay for tuition is exactly the same as Charles Manson. There is no <laughs> comparison. No comparison. Damn, and Manson? Selena is absolutely right. The media has, n- has done 
nothing but focus on Hillary Clinton up until recently. It's been two years of emails. Before that, it was two years of Benghazi. You have to remember that as as a senator from New York, Hillary was essential to rebuilding the city after 9-1-1. It was her who did all the work. Trump took all the money. All right. So right there, if you're in New York and the, the, the comparison is simple, do you do you vote for the guy who boasted now that Trump Tower is the tallest bu- uh, bu- building in the, in the city now that the, the, the towers have fallen? That's the guy you're going to vote for. The guy who lied and said he saw brown people dancing on the rooftops in New Jersey celebrating 911. That's a complete lie. Uh, and then Hillary was here on the ground helping rebuild the city when she went to uh, uh, when she left her job at secretary of state, when she left her job as the senator of New York, her approval rates were sky high. They were in the high 60s. That's how it works with her. Before she takes a job, she is just pilloried. But when she comes out of the job, when she finishes it, it's usually extremely high approval ratings. That's what happened as a senator of New York, and it's what happened as a... Remember the text from Hillary memes? That that was only yesterday, it feels like, that that she was like the coolest woman on the planet. Like, I'm just sitting here running the world, and everybody thought she was awesome. And then two years of emails later, here we are. And that's been proven to be a strategy of the Republicans, just to smear her repeatedly so you could have... And what did they put in her place? They, they, what did they put up against her was drinking rapist boy. So, right. so, and here's the thing that people do have to remember. Um, one thing you learn when you, kind of, when you get into this kind of work, and I'm, I'm just speaking from experience now, is if you fight for justice long enough, if you're in this kind of work long enough, you're going to have a long history of great work, but you're going to have a couple of missteps, too. Mm-hmm. And what I mean yeah. by that, Bernie Sanders signed off on that crime bill that people are so upset about. He signed off on it when they had the mandatory minimums in there, and he signed off on it. So the first draft of the bill, there were no mandatory minimums. And the mandatory minimums were they, they were going to put mandatory times you had to be in prison. They submitted a bill without that in there. The Republican Party at the time said, no, we will not sign off on this bill if you don't put these certain things in there. So you have to increase the time you go to jail for drug offenses. You have to increase the time you go to jail for all these things. So then it got put in there. Bernie, before, before it was put in there, Bernie Sanders signed off on a bill. When they added those mandatory minimums in there, Bernie Sanders still signed off on a bill. Every single person in the Congressional Black Caucus signed off on a bill and were actually campaigning for it. And... Well, everyone can make a fair argument that those are the times when we're talking about those people, but they can't seem to make that argument for Hillary Clinton. Now, I'm not saying that she's not problematic. She is very problematic. But so is Barack Obama. So was John F. Kennedy. So was um, Franklin Roosevelt, mm-hmm. who passed New Deal yep. bill. But then also it blocked out African-Americans from getting a lot of those benefits because why? Racism. So you have to, when you're looking at a candidate, you have to understand that it's nuanced, and Hillary Clinton is not the second coming of Jesus Christ or Young Jeezy, but she might at least be able to do a decent job. And by the way, she's further to the left than President Obama, in case you didn't know. 93% right. of the time, she voted exactly as Bernie did. So guys, by the way, if you have a question or a comment, give us a call. The number is 212-650-6903. If you have a comment on Facebook Live, comment on there, and we will get to it as soon as possible. If you're on Twitter, it's at BeHerd underscore radio. And if you're on Ustream, 212-650-6903. Well, you know, back to the debate, since that's what we're recapping here. Uh, I wanted to, you know, see if we can talk about some of our favorite, you know, highlights and worst parts, right? So, you know, before I throw it at you, Chad, and I'll give you the option. You can talk about something you really liked, or you can talk about something <laughs> no, that was both. horrible, or you can do both. <laughs> and I think that one of the things that really stuck out was, you know, number one, Donald Trump saying that he wouldn't concede to, ele- to the election, which goes against our democracy. 
But it was when he said bad hombres. Oh, God. Are you like Donald Trump is so like horrendously egregious. Like he is so offensive. Mm -hmm. And it's like disgusting to the point for like he knows he says anti-immigrant things, xenophobic things, racist things. For him to say we're going to get rid of these bad hombres. Like he might as well had said like yeah you know like and we're gonna like we're gonna get rid of those taco eating Mexicans like that's basically on the same level in my opinion. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I mean this this third this third debate basically completed the the implosion of the Donald Trump campaign uh, campaign. Um, and not only the bad hombres was a thing, but I mean, <laughs> he did himself some some major damage by saying such a nasty woman. Oh yeah. Such yep. a nasty woman. Yep. I mean, like, you know, when, when Stanley says, I'm a nasty man, I take it as a compliment. But when a presidential candidate with the world watching, like, after threatening to put her in jail in the previous debate, then starts off, like, like if anyone's been nasty, it's mm. been him. But he says, such a nasty woman. And not only did that show the essential immaturity and unpreparedness and absolutely how unfit he is for the office, it also... Uh, damaged him further because it gave Hillary Clinton and her supporters a rallying cry. Suddenly, everyone's a nasty woman, and like I threw out a meme on my page that that uh, that night that just went crazy, and it was just Hillary looking very sternly into the camera, and the caption just said, "That's President Nasty Woman." Ha, I love it. I love it, Chad. On that note, we do have to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. When we get back, we'll continue talking about that third, that last, final presidential debate. We are back. By the way, Selena keeps recording me on Snapchat when I'm trying to have fun, and I hate that. So that's why you keep seeing me scold her and try to slap her phone out of her hand. You, but you need to loosen up a little bit, Stanley. It's we are, Snapchat. We're on Facebook Live, and I'm, and I'm rocking out. Why is that not what, enough? Why are you so scared of Snapchat? I'm what not, is it? I'm not scared of Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I hate you. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yes, that's no, the truth. No, we are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM. WHCR, the voice of Harlem. If you're wondering who I'm here with, who the we is, I'm here with Captain America, also known as Shad. I'm here with Celiante, also known as Selena Hill. And Ashnet is putting me on Snapchat over the internet, <laughs> even though I just... Oh, Instagram? So now I'm straight flexing on Instagram, huh? <laughs> Papa Molly, I'm sweating. Woo! Selena, I love you. You still get it. So, guys, we have been talking about the third presidential debate between Hillary Clinton and Voldemort. I mean Donald Trump. And I have another <laughs> clip for you from the debate because, well, why would we not be sharing clips from the presidential debate? And this one is another one of my favorites. This is Donald Trump. Well, I'm not going to tell you what he says. I'm just going to play it, and then we will respond afterwards. All of the drug lords, all of the bad ones, we have some bad, bad people in this country that have to go out. We're going to get them out. We're going to secure the border. And once the border is secured, at a later date, we'll make a determination as to the rest. But we have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. Yes. While he's talking about getting out the drug lords, he's yeah. sniffing like he may be on coke. Hey, no, there's hey. I, I, you know what? He he's totally on coke. I'm sorry. There's no way he's not doing bumps before these things. It's why he's so strong in the first thirty minutes and then dies. And he made that. He also like not, made that that's so I've about heard. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Right? No, no, no. He actually said that about Hillary Clinton. It, she, he was like, oh. 
you I think she might be on drugs. Did you see how strong she was for the first 30 minutes? And yeah. then she kind of like weaned out. He said that about the second debate. And you know what? Every time he says something about her, it's usually something he did, right? Yeah. Like yeah. whether it's the birther movement or building a wall and now accusing her to be on drugs. I yeah. think he may be telling on himself here. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what he's been doing. He's been projecting everything that he's been doing onto <laughs> her. her. It's, uh, it's and 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 that's and to her credit, her reaction to that has simply been oh, what the, the famous shoulder shrug that she did in the, yeah, the okay, shimmy. and she did that, the and I was shimmy. like, that's that's pretty much the only way you can deal with someone like that. And I'm speaking, I'm speaking to this issue as a father of a three year old. There is sometimes no <laughs> reasoning with a three year old, and like he'll yell at me or hit me, and I'll tell him don't do that, and then he'll cry because I yelled at him. Aww. Well, and that has been what Donald Trump has been doing. He's well, been like, he's been like, look at these bad hombres, look at these rapists and and crime lords and everything else that they are. And then Hillary says, oh, he, you're really attracting a basket full of deplorables there. And he's like, oh my God, Hillary's so offensive. Well, Hillary Hillary Clinton's kappa shimmy aside, because I think Hillary Clinton's a member of kappa outside with that shimmy. She was that like, was hey. a good one. It was a good one. And she had the cane too on the side. Um, let's talk about what you guys think this will do for the election. So that first debate, obviously, everyone was watching this last debate we didn't have as much people watching but I but Hillary Clinton still won resoundingly yeah. it was her lowest win margin of all three debates she only won by 23 points this time around only but, yes <laughs> yeah so and I think massive because Donald Trump was a lot more coherent or at least coherent for a longer period of time and he faded out later on down the line what do you think this last debate does for the election I think it pretty much seals the deal if you somehow find it in your heart or in logic or reasoning to vote for Donald Trump, you might want to get yourself checked out. Like he's, he called. For like an STD? No, for like <laughs> maybe like a mental illness or something or oh. racism, whatever, either way. But I, I think, you know, he, he called, you know, Mexicans, he referred to Latinos as bad hombres, which is something that is like horrible. Um, you know, he, he also cannot actually put like when he came to the economy and they asked him what would you do and he was like oh we'll do a little something for the college tuition then he pivoted back to bashing hillary like he did not even use this time or the debate to put forth a platform and to yeah. tell us as the american people what he plans to do about jobs the economy fighting isis it was all like him trying to explain stuff and then just bashing hillary so why would you want to vote for someone like that who's extremely non-presidential well, that's just a thing. I mean, like he's presented no policies. He's uh, he's revealed nothing about his tax plans, nothing about what he plans to do, nothing about immigration other than build a wall, which he now says will pay for and get reimbursed for by Mexico. <laughs> and every time he goes on uh, goes on uh, a spiel, he tries to answer a question that Lance lasts more than a sentence. He becomes incoherent. Well, like there, you can't even understand what it is he's trying to tell you. Well, Chad, it seems like you're piling on on Trump a little bit. Uh, a little bit. And I'm saying that because we have a listener who's been pretty vocal in the um, comment section of our live stream, and she's he said, listen, you're talking about Trump, but neither one of these candidates are fit to run. Do you agree that neither candidate is fit to I run? I disagree strongly. Hillary Clinton is very, very qualified. Selena, your face looks crazy. You need to respond. I mean, 
unfit, you would that person would just I would love to hear them to justify that say, uh, that comment because Hillary Clinton again has 30 years under her belt of public service who's been you know helping and, and dedicated to helping children and families. She's the one who architected you know was one of the founding members that architected what we now call Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act. You know she was here in New York as a senator fighting uh, for the 9/11 bill to help those who were working on Ground Zero. I mean when you just look at her track record and even what she did as a um, working as a public defender and as a lawyer and defending and working for black and brown people, it's kind of hard for you to say she's unfit. She was also secretary of the state and knows the White House and policies in and out. How is she unfit? Very much agree. Um, I mean, the, these three debates, especially this last one, that just did nothing but showcase what women pretty much have to go through every single day in America. You had an extremely professional, extremely qualified, extremely respectful woman who, you know, is definitely qualified for this job dealing with an entitled man baby who is just screaming and saying, I should have it because I've been handed everything else in my life, so why shouldn't I have this? Which is his basic argument. And all he means by make America great again is he wants to drag America back to a point where white men, specifically old white men, were in charge, and women and people of color and people who weren't Christian didn't quite have the same rights that they did. That's sh- what make America let me great sh- again Let me show that up for you. He also wants to go back to a time where white people could season their chicken with mayonnaise and no one would criticize him for it. So, guys, True. I do, we're heading towards the tail end of the conversation, so I do want to make sure we get to one of the biggest questions on here. So, during the debate, they asked Donald Trump if he lost the election, whether he would concede. Mm. He had a very interesting answer to that. I'm going to play it for you now. The running mate, Governor Pence, pledged on Sunday that he and you, his words will absolutely accept the result of this election. Today, your daughter Ivanka said the same thing. I want to ask you here on this stage tonight, do you make the same commitment that you will absolutely, sir, that you will absolutely accept the result of this election? I will look at it at the time. I'm not looking at anything now. I'll look at it at the time. What I've seen, what I've seen is so bad. First of all, the media is so dishonest and so corrupt, and the pile-on is so amazing the New York Times actually wrote an article about it that they don't even care. It's so dishonest, and they've poisoned the minds of the voters. But unfortunately for them, I think the voters are seeing through it. I think they're going to see through it. We'll find out on November 8th, but I think they're going to see through it. But, sir, there's a... If you look, excuse me, Chris, if you look at your voter rolls, you will see millions of people that are registered to vote. Millions. This isn't coming from me. This is coming from Pew Report and other places. Millions of people that are registered to vote that shouldn't be registered to vote. So let me just give you one other thing. So I talk about the corrupt media. I talk about the millions of people. Sorry, we could keep listening to that, but my brain is melting every... Every Thank second he you. speaks longer. Th- Donald so much. Trump pretty much refused to concede. When they asked him again, he said, I'll leave you in suspense. That's what he said. He does not plan to concede if he loses the election. He has since modified that on Friday. Part, yes, on Friday, he said, um, I will concede the election if I win. And then yesterday he said, I will concede the election if the votes are clear, which means if he gets washed like we all expect him to do. So, guys, listen. Republicans have been going on for years talking about massive voter fraud in uh-huh. the United States. And what they mean by that are peop- is that people are registering to vote in multiple counties or places and then casting their vote in multiple places. This has never been proven true 
an actual voter like voter fraud is about 0.6 percent of the time of all elections, which means it doesn't really happen. And when it does happen, it tends to happen from Republicans who are trying to commit voter fraud to exactly. prove that voter fraud actually works. So this this line of conversation or reasoning that Donald Trump has, it comes from a place. It comes from the Republican Party's place. And they've used that argument to pass voter ID laws to stop black and brown people from voting. Where have they done this the most? In places like North Carolina, Ohio, Indiana, where an organization that does voter registration had their office raided by the Indiana police on Governor Mike Pence's call. Not drug dealers, not killers, not terrorists, voter registration people. The police raided the office and took all the forms and said they were registering illegals, which they were not. Yes, that was that is what was happening. So when Donald Trump says something like the election is rigged because of that, he's literally speaking Republican talking points. Very dangerous. Lena? No, I, I mean, you know, th- that was brilliantly said and um, debunked voter, f- uh, voter fraud. But, you know, one thing that we did speak about earlier, Chad talked about it in one of our callers, was, you know, voter intimidation, because that is a real thing, right? Yes. A lot of people, especially, you know, Democrats and, you know, black and brown and those who live in black and brown communities feel have been made to feel intimidated um, when they go to the polls. Now, we've seen that happen historically, where you've had like people from, you know, the KKK outside or of a bowling, uh, a voting poll or voting, uh, excuse me, a a voting booth. Um, And and you've seen that. And we've actually seen things like that reoccur, not to the same um, extreme or not as intense, but people have said and reported that they felt intimidated walking into the voting booth. Now, I will say on the right, they said the same thing. Like back in, I think it was in 2012, they said like, oh, there was a Black Panther outside of our voting booth. They always say that. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm laughing about it because it, it just sounds funny. Oh, no, funny. the Black Panther. So, oh. Right. So, so voter intimidation, I think, if, if you want to talk about some type of, you know, fraud or something, we should talk about voter intimidation because voter fraud has never been an issue here in the States. No, I absolutely agree. And we are going to see that. There is no question that we are going to see voter intimidation by Trump supporters. He's open asking his people to go watch the polls to make sure nothing happens. And bring your guns for the blacks. And, yeah, exact. that's exactly what he's saying. He's not saying it in so many words, but you're, you've exactly hit the nail on the head. Now, I run a lot of Facebook pages, and every time Donald Trump has a good day, and especially if he has a bad one, I see a lot of his supporters. Uh, most of them are just troll accounts with a little peppy frog as a profile picture, but the ones who are real accounts who use their, their actual profile picture are old white men, and for some reason a lot of them are holding fish. Like, I don't know why, but sports fishermen love Donald Trump. Uh, I'm sure not all sports fishermen, but many of them do. My point here is that there's a talking point out there about how Trump appeals to the poor and the poorly educated. And while that may be the case, his main supporters are rich, old, white men. And all of them, they follow pages like... um, uh, I love my guns and cold dead hands and <laughs> and they all hate Black Lives Matter and they all hate Hillary Clinton and they love their guns and you're going to take them from, you know, all that it's crap. Rights. And they are the ones who are supporting Trump and they're the ones saying that we're going to be there at the polls. We're going to we're going to be there with our guns. You can't stop us. It's our right. Blah, 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 blah. And they're going to go on. And they, they are, in fact, a, I think, a very real danger for intimidating people at the polls. And I'm hoping that everything's going to be okay because I can't help wonder. There's a voice in the back of my head that's like, is there going to be some really bad stories on Election Day from this? And it's to to support anyone 
who has supporters saying anything like that. And he is – Donald Trump himself is not discouraging this. He is fanning those flames. Yep. And and yeah. and that's all he means. And- you know he's he's encouraging them to go out to do this, and he's using the fact that uh, that the election is rigged against him to get them to, to to go and do that. You are absolutely right. So, guys, we do have to wrap up this conversation, and I want I want to say a couple of things, but I'm, I'm going to try my best to make it very quick. It's very simple. You have two options right now. You have Donald Trump or you have Hillary Clinton. You can throw your vote in the garbage bin and, and give it to Jill Stein, or you can throw it um, into to the ocean and give it to Gary Johnson. Or if you want to be popping, you can give your vote to Harambe, who's on the ballot in um, North Carolina and Minnesota. These By the way, votes. Donald Trump is not on the ballot in Minnesota. But we have to be adults here. We have two options. We have Hillary Clinton. We have Donald Trump. And for the last three debates, we have seen one candidate, whether you like them or not, Show where they stand, where they stand on the issues. Explain why they believe in certain things, and try to reach out to the American people. You have another candidate who possibly did coke before the debates, <laughs> who cannot seem to compile a consistent stream of consciousness while speaking, who has refused to concede to the election if they actually lose, and who has promised to deport Mexicans because they are bad hombres and racist and rapist. So those are your two options. And if you think that one of these options, neither of these options is good, let me tell you just what is at stake. The president of the United States appoints the Supreme Court justices. The president of the United States appoints the district attorney. The last district attorney we had was the one that is now requiring that police officers take stats on the crimes that they arrest people for and the people they kill. We didn't have that before. The president of the United States is also the person that elects the local district circuit judges. The president of the United States can make executive actions like raising the minimum wage for federal workers at $10 an hour like President Obama did. The president of the United States has the keys to our nuclear weapons. The president of the United States is very powerful. Very, very powerful. And, of course, these other elections are important and they matter, but you cannot undercut just how much power that that one person has. And we cannot risk that much power because we don't trust this white woman who has a history of effectiveness over a bag of Cheetos who's spoiled, (laughs) racist, and probably wants to grab your vagina. We can't do that. So, guys, with that being said, we're going to go on a quick break. When we get back, hopefully the election will be over. I'll be talking about (laughs) Deborah Danner because I'm tired of this. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard. Guess for now you've got the last laugh. I'm sorry if I seem uninterested. Double H C R ninety four three FM, New York.